two, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hi. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related, and... We tiptoe, we tiptoe through your daily life like knowledge ninjas, and we whoop your brain with some facts, details, things to consider. And in the end, your brain hurts a little bit, but that's only because it's growing. A tip throw has someone been drinking? Yeah, so? <laughs> you know what? I say that because I am. <laughs> you had the day off. Yeah, I, I did. I had the day on. That's why I'm drinking. Yeah, that's more reason, too. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know like that. Pete, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. But it's funny. Um, coming right off hot off the intro. Today... You know, just dumb thoughts come to you. I was yeah. walking down the hallway of my apartment building to my apartment, and uh, I started just, like, kicking around the word knife in my head. Oh, no. <laughs> and I, I was like, knives, knives, knives. What if what if knives was the plural and knife was the singular? And then I was like, let me get my knife out. We're going to fight. And then <laughs> but the, the, I'm ultimately getting to a point where I want to say... I bothered myself as much as I think it bothers you when I do those sensory. Uh, you bothered yourself. That's I did. I was like, "Shut up, you idiot!" <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever bothered myself. And it was mostly with knife, knives plural. I was like, "Oh, could get out the knives for dinner," <laughs> and place the knife next to the fork. And I was like, "Shut up! Shut up!" What a what an interesting... I'm also, That's how you're doing? That's how you choose to answer this? The other thing that has kept me occupied this week is that I've been trying to pick an NBA basketball team to root for. The Knicks. You know, I wanted to pick the Knicks. Why yeah. did you say the Knicks? Because I rooted for the Knicks growing up, and I love them always. Everybody's making fun of the Knicks this year. Why? Because uh, Kevin Durant was supposed to go to the Knicks... But he went to the Nets instead. And the Knicks had all these wonderful, like, potential things that could happen. And none of them happened. But I was going to pick the Knicks. Except I can't watch any Knicks games because I'm in a blackout region or something. I don't know what that means. What? It means that I'm allowed to watch Sixers games, but I'm not allowed to watch Knicks games. Allowed to? Elaborate on what allowed to means. Your TV? Yeah, yeah, sorry. And also, even if I had uh, NBA League Pass, they wouldn't let me watch them. That's absurd. You live so close. Why would that be a thing? I think that's why. Because they're broadcast on Madison Square Garden Network, and I can't get that channel, so why don't you just let me watch it, huh? That sucks. I'm glad I only casually ate basketball, because if I really liked it and I couldn't watch a Knicks game, I'd be so fucking pissed. My final, I get to watch a Knicks game, I think, on the 20th. No. What Sometime is that? This week, maybe? I don't know. But Why? Because they're going to be broadcast nationally. Oh, okay, okay. It is the, let's see, that's let's see. Confusing. I thought I saw it. I might be wrong. All of that's confusing. The Mavericks versus the Knicks, guys. It'll be it's yesterday. So Last night, you missed it, guys. <laughs> So, yeah, I can watch the Sixers anytime I want, but I don't like the Sixers because they're big bullies. I guess I'm supposed to because I live in Philly, and every time I tell people I don't like Philly, they get so fucking mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, 
Philly's not my city. And then they go, then leave our fucking city. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll do what I want. But... <laughs> um, anyway. I'm so my finalists like... are the Utah Jazz or the Washington Wizards. Jazz. I know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I have yeah. in my gut. Yeah. Utah Jazz. I've like I've liked the Utah Jazz in my life before. How come? Because my father does. Nice. All right. That's enough of a reason for me. Yeah, exactly. Is he a big Carl Malone head? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Big I don't John think he Stockton guy? Him. Probably more Malone, but this is more purely John more John Stockton's of... a white guy, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't liked a white guy since Larry Bird. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Anyway. How about you, Marissa? Um, what have you been up to recently? I conned someone into buying a Christmas tree to keep in their house. <laughs> that is my greatest achievement. I conned someone into getting a six and a half foot tree. Nice. That is in their house. With lights? Uh, pre-lit? Yeah. 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 And then they tried to be- get brown ornaments. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? like pine cones do you know what life is no like i don't know my mother has really raised me my mother my mother is so strict about our tree she sets a a a color a color scheme every year you could only do them from small to large so large have to be at the bottom small is at top (sighs) if there's four of if there's multiple of one ornament they need to be on the tree equidistant from one another right that makes um Uh, I mean, I know it makes sense, but do most people do that? I don't know. I do. I subscribe Um, to that belief. Also, when they look too ratty, she doesn't care about nostalgia. They will be retired. (gasps) And I know. Sometimes I have to fight her for certain ornaments. And um, there was something else I think she said. Oh, and and there's there's an order that I still don't understand. That, like, I'm like, ooh, can I start putting the icicles? No, the icicles go left. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway... I'm seeing that creep into my my own life, but minor ways. Um, anyway, uh, what else? I bought tickets to see Mariah Carey's Christmas tour. I imagine I told you that already. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, that was cool. Um, <laughs> and, and what movie did you recently see? I recently saw Last Christmas. Which so are you just to- like desperate for the Christmas feeling? I am desperate for the Christmas feeling. <laughs> Also, I was like, ooh, an interracial rom-com, which I like. Also, um, I've never seen an Asian man and a white lady be in a rom-com. So I was like, let's see how far we've come. We've not come far at all because he wouldn't have sex with her. (laughs) (laughs) What I find most interesting about this is that I had never heard of that movie until you brought it up. (laughs) Oh, okay. I mean, it has the lady Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. And Henry Golden from Crazy Rich Asians. So it was like two current powerhouses that people consider hot. Uh, I saw it with an Asian man. Uh, it led to a lot of anger afterwards <laughs> about how Asian people are not framed as sexual beings. Well, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the level of anger after the movie was saw was seen. After some thought, I, I see why they were so angry. Because even Amelia Clark was like let's have sex and he was just like no not yet then he turned out to be a ghost so they never got to have sex oh i'm sorry spoiler Uh. alert (laughs) no no i'm sorry i don't even know if he was a ghost 
she she had a heart problem so he was he died and his heart was given to hers in a heart transplant so then she would see him but no one else could see him well if he doesn't have a heart then he's clearly dead but is he a ghost or a zombie or a hallucination oh but he's a hallucination that could kiss her but won't have sex with her well i mean that explains a lot i feel like you can recheck some of that anger if you find out that he's dead well that was the thing i was like (laughs) he also was not romantic he was very judgy when i found out he was a ghost i was like oh maybe it's because like a part of him is in her and he doesn't want her to take bad care of herself because i was like cut the fucking judgment man stop telling her to stop drinking like eat my ass like she could drink as much as she wants um but yeah i don't get why you didn't have sex with her because she was like are you gonna sleep with me and he was like no no thank you and you're yeah it was weird it was a really weird movie (laughs) also his motto in life was always look up but that was never explained unless the reason why he died was because he didn't look up when the car hit him i don't know but it was really weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. Also, my last bit of how I'm doing, in that movie theater, there's this new beautiful movie theater in Philly. With It's a dine-in movie theater. Ooh. And I asked for a gluten-free bun, which made everyone malfunction. And then I also asked for the patty in my bacon ranch hamburger to be switched to a bean patty. So everyone also malfunctioned because they're like, are you a vegetarian? Do you want no bacon? And I was like, no, why the fuck would I order a bacon hamburger if I was a vegetarian? I just like the idea of a bean bun. So after I ordered it, I go, wow, that girl was pretty chill for all the substitutions I asked for. I then got my hamburger and it was meat on a non-gluten-free bun. Of course, yeah. So yeah, I just want to tell you that. And (laughs) we were in the movie, so I couldn't do anything about it. So that was fun. Anyway, I'm doing fine. (laughs) Okay. Icebreaker. Do you have an icebreaker? Because I don't. I don't either. Okay, I'll make one up right now. Um, Tell me, what is your favorite wintertime or holiday activity? So let's see. My favorite. Let's see. What's my favorite wintertime? Or holiday activity. You could go in another direction. I like watching the snowfall. What is? Yeah. I was going to make a joke, but then I was like, no, that's really beautiful. I can't (laughs) make a joke, and I stopped myself. It's like, you know, it's not great, and I don't have, like, a, you know, peaceful acre of grass that I can watch it peacefully fall on, but, like, buildings and stuff, yeah. I kind of, I you know, I really, even though... (laughs) Even though I technically am snowed in every weekend, I like the idea of being officially snowed in. (laughs) Yeah, um, despite the fact that I also don't have the prerequisite that Pete said, which is, quote, an acre of grass. (laughs) I also like to watch the snow because it calms me. And anytime it's raining heavily or snowing heavily, my my mind is calm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can do whatever I want without judgment. I have a mental problem, but for some reason, like... Oh, no, I, I just picked up on that part. I can do anything I want without judgment. Yeah, for some reason, like, I feel guilty watching too much TV, even though I live alone. I feel yeah. guilty playing video games. I feel guilty doing a lot of things. Like, it's not productive enough. But then I become so 
bugged down with that I'm not being productive, I malfunction and just watch 90210. Wit, please share with the audience your 90210 revelation. Guys, I just want to let you know, okay? When Luke Perry died, I decided I was going to rewatch all of the 90s 90210. There are like, I don't know, like nine seasons. I was going to watch all of them. And I started, and it was great, and it was great nostalgia, and the episodes are just fantastically ridiculous, and I loved it so much. So around season five, sometimes I do fall asleep while watching it. And a few times I would be like, what happened with that story arc? Like, what? And so I felt like maybe I fell asleep and I lost track of what episode I was on. But then it kept happening more often, and I was like, am I crazy? Because I didn't, re- I didn't recall falling asleep, but story arcs wouldn't finish, like, constantly. And I was becoming very upset. Um, and then I Googled, what's happening? Where are the episodes? <laughs> and little did I learn that, um, little did I learn? No. Little did I know Comma, that, um, I learned. <laughs> Hulu does not have all of the 90210 episodes. They're missing 60 fucking episodes. <laughs> and I was on season seven, which the thing I was reading said that it stops making sense at season seven. And fuck yeah, you will lose story arcs from episode to episode. You might, you like, they might as well just like fucking throw them all out the window by season seven. So I'm really sad, but I'm just going to stop watching 90210. Uh, after I didn't know Luke Perry's wife to be was gunned down next to him. <laughs> When they meant to shoot him, I'm like, why do I try? So I gave up. Also, Riverdale is a fucking nonsense. I have no shows anymore. <laughs> I can't believe you let go of Riverdale. Yeah, I'm sorry. We lost track of our icebreaker. Oh, we both like watching snow. There we go. You know what? My favorite thing to do is to celebrate my friend Marissa's birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully we can drink as much as we did less. <laughs> yeah. No, not that much. I threw up. Um, I would say I really like putting up Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I have a six and a half foot Christmas tree that doesn't have to be in my house, I I have two Christmas trees. My mother's and my boyfriend's. None of them are in my house. I am so excited. (laughs) Speaking of excited, no, I'm not really that excited. But um, we're going to talk about Kanye West. He's yeah. a man who's always excited about something, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. So if you live and are alive and are conscious, <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking. And If you like, live but you're not alive, you're yeah. off the hook on this one. <laughs> if you're alive, you know that Kanye West is out of control. Um, in many ways. There are so many ways he's been out of control for a long time. So I'm going to talk about just a bit of him being out of control. And then we'll see where Pete takes us. Okay. Uh, I didn't know how to frame what to Google. Me too. (laughs) I think I Googled, like, what's with Kanye West? Why is Kanye West crazy? Kanye West unraveling. So I finally got an article that started me off in the 2008 Washington Post article Kanye West's mom died in 2007. Mm -hmm. Judging by his tweets, it seems to still haunt him. That was the headline. Uh, The article... With all due respect, that was only a year later. (laughs) Wait, what? Didn't you say 2008? No, 2018. Okay. 
So All here's right, the thing. <laughs> it was bizarre because almost every single article I read about him unraveling was from 2018. And that is probably yes. because he took a large Twitter hiatus. And he, like, came Man. back in 2018 like a fucking nut. I discovered something that he did last year, and I was like, what? Yeah, if there's – got to say, I there was a lot. Yeah. A lot of things went a different direction. So if I miss something major, please. Oh, I'll let you know. Bring it because I think <laughs> I don't know anything he did major last year, so I'm probably missing something. But I'm, anyway, ever since he returned to the platform in 2018 after a long hiatus, his tweets, which are all over the place, like from a mixture of like fortune cookie-esque statements to photos of text messages with other famous people to pictures of shoes to statements supporting Donald Trump, his tweets have been always, always just, like, in the media. They've been dissected, they've been praised, they've been criticized, and they've been retweeted like crazy. There are so many, but a lot of them, without giving the entire thread, are meaningless. So I'm just going to leave you with two. One of them is, I am this generation's Ford Hughes Jobs Disney there's no commas, so I had to look at that for a while before I realized he was referencing four different people. And another one with weird punctuation and weird capitalization. Truth is my goal, all of that at lowercase. Controversy is my gym. Finally, he went back to <laughs> proper things. I'll do a hundred reps of controversy for a six-pack of truth. No period. Okay, Holy cool. shit. Um, this reminds me of a guy you used to like. Yeah, oh, God. That sounds exactly <laughs> like the guy that I was in love with. Woo! Leave <laughs> that there. Along with that, there was a tweet he made in 2018 that claimed he was going to try and forgive someone named Adams. Uh, and that speaks a lot. So... I'll get back to that. Okay. Though, uh, not named Adams, last name Adams. Though many theories exist for Kanye's strange behavior, one of the theories that rings true to many people is that Kanye was likely deeply affected by the untimely death of his mother, Donda West. So, um, the Dr. Adams, which Kanye referenced in his tweet that he would be yes. forgiving, was the plastic surgeon who performed breast reduction surgery along with a few other procedures on Donda West, the mother of Kanye. Donda West died at her home the next day, November 10th, 2007, while under the care of her nephew, a nurse. Donda West played an enormous role in her son's life. She primarily raised him in Chicago following her divorce from his father, Ray West, when Kanye was just three years old. Donda pushed Kanye to go to college, and when he dropped out for the second time, she supported his dreams of making music, something that West often raps about. Donda worked for the mother of Ernest Dion Wilson, better known as the hip-hop producer No ID. I don't know who that is, but sure. I do, I do. Who has produced singles for everyone from Jay-Z to Common. So when Donda West realized that Kanye was serious about music making, she introduced Kanye to No ID. And No ID became the young rapper's mentor, while Donda served as his manager. My mother was my everything, Kanye told MTV. 
My mother always kept me around music. She was also my first manager. I remember her driving me out to the suburbs that would be like an hour away to studios and her just sitting there with me in support. After her death, Kanye was devastated. He repeatedly and publicly blamed himself. Uh, he penned an essay in XXL magazine in which he wrote, When I moved to L.A., she moved to L.A. And she wound up in a place that would eat her alive. Even if I stayed in New York, it wouldn't have been like that. If I would have lived in New York, she'd still be there. And though he was always self-important and bombastic, Kanye's public antics seemed to ratchet up a notch after his mother's death. Two years later, he famously stormed the stage at the MTV Video Music Awards and interrupted Taylor Swift's speech. If you don't remember, you might remember his, quote, I'm going to let you finish, but... <laughs> In which he said that Beyonce should have won the award that Taylor Swift was accepting on stage. Um, even not only the lyrics, but the type of music that Kanye created after his mother's death changed radically. Like it started to go off the rail. <laughs> yes, exactly. Another uh, article I was reading uh, cited another one of Kanye's notoriously cuckoo antics. That, that is not again. sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's not cuckoo. His antics are cuckoo. Uh huh. Okay. I, yeah, you know. What? I have a lot of friends who are cuckoo. <laughs> a person cannot be cuckoo. Their antics can be cuckoo. In 2018, oi, Kanye took over the offices in TMZ for a day while chatting with TMZ. That's like the celebrity gossip media outlet. While chatting with TMZ head honcho Harvey Levin and another producer, live on camera, Kanye referred to Donald Trump as his brother and explained why he had previously tweeted a picture of himself in a Make America Great Again hat. He said, I felt a freedom in doing something that everyone tells you not to do. Kanye then went on <laughs> to say, upsettingly, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, uh-huh. 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Like, you were there for 400 years, and it's all of y'all? It's like we're mentally in prison. So Kanye called slavery a choice, mm -hmm. uh, much to everyone's shock and discomfort. <laughs> um, I will now say this. From 2018 to current times, Kanye has done a collection of more and more upsetting things. But I have to say... I'm shocked that something fell under the radar of mine because I was out to dinner with some friends yesterday and they said, what are you talking about on your podcast recently? And I'm like, oh, I'm actually talking about <laughs> Kanye West. The engagement that we have about this podcast, I don't talk about it to anybody. <laughs> I don't even want people to know that I have it. <laughs> I mean, I don't usually tell them what I'm talking about, but I don't know. My friends are just making conversation. And I'm like, oh, we're talking about Kanye and I'm talking about like reasons why he kind of like went off the rails and my friend's going to talk about we'll let you talk about what you're talking about yeah surprise, and she goes <laughs> oh yeah because he's blah blah and i was like what? oh no and everyone at my table was like what and there were and everyone at my table was like yeah but he didn't like admit to that that's speculation right and she was like i don't think so and i was like is he diagnosed and she was like right. i thought so and i was like the fuck <laughs> 
So then I went home and Googled it, and I was like, what the fuck? Is Kanye West bipolar? Yeah, Kanye West is bipolar. And that's the way that Marissa Googles. Is Kanye West? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, yeah, in an article May 2019, Kanye West opens up about his struggle with bipolar disorder. He opened up in, is it a show? Oh, yeah, David Letterman's Netflix show. Mm-hmm. He opens up about his bipolar diagnosis. Mind you, yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about bipolar. I know people who are bipolar. I myself have my own mental health struggles. But I don't maybe, I don't know how that goes. Like, can you be bipolar the whole time and then, like, a traumatic incident, like, makes it more extreme? I don't I don't know how that goes. Did Was he always going through that and we didn't notice? Or, I don't know. This is, this is a rhetorical question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have the answer, and I don't pretend to know. And I wonder, too, um, with celebrity, like, if he had been bipolar all along, and he had his mom to sort of keep him on track, and he wasn't yeah. as famous as he is now, was it all okay? Or, like, did we just not notice? And then the more attention that everybody gave him, the more and more we were like, this guy's acting like a loon, like yeah. cuckoo pants. And so I will say, I, it's a, I, I am... I hope more and more people realize that he's diagnosed because everyone's like, why the fuck Kanye is so crazy? And at a table, three out of four people did not know he has bi- he's bipolar. One person knew that. So, I mean, like, yeah, there should be some sympathy to the fact that he's bipolar. That said, he's not choosing medication. I'd like that just to be known. <laughs> he just tries, like, holistic methods. Yeah. He said medication might be good for some people. I wonder if it might be good for him, but this is that old uh, their own, right? That old fable, like if he fables the wrong word, but yeah, like that he, old fable. If he gets on medicine, he won't be as creative. But like, I don't know. There's times when I'm like, did he just take a dump in the studio and he's I just mean, trying to sell it to all of us? <laughs> that's that's funny. Since isn't there that one song where he's like poopity scoopity? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I still haven't heard that song. I just like to watch parodies of it where he apparently uh, says poopity scoopity as a lyric. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that is a very interesting thing. I am friends with an artist that, you know, I mean, I feel like if I don't say their name, I don't know. I have friends with an artist who is bipolar, who takes medication and says that they feel like that tampers down their creativity. I myself wonder whether my creativity is tampered down by the fact that I'm on Zoloft. I don't know. I do like that I'm less wildly on edge all the time, but maybe my wild edge was what (laughs) kept me fresh. (laughs) Believe it or not, even though I spent a whole afternoon reading Kanye West articles, that's all my research. This is not a time that I researched it right beforehand. I sat and was like, I'm going to research. That's all I have. (laughs) But I feel like it hopefully lays a foundation for what you're about to discuss. Marissa, I'm just going to jump into because since you talked about things leading up to this, this current situation where he is, for all intents and purposes, a born-again Christian. Marissa, did you know anything about him providing housing to the homeless? No. Is he actually, or is it like in some weird convoluted way? He has some property in Calabasas, California, where he started to build domes for people to live in. Why does nobody know this? And I feel see. like I follow celebrity news very closely. <laughs> Why don't I know this? I just picked up an issue of, <laughs> I don't know, People or like OK Magazine, and nobody said that. In when September, 
in September, the domes were torn down because Kanye did not acquire the correct building permits. Oh, my gosh. But the intention from Wait, one article... they were just torn down? He didn't just get the permit? No. Okay. They really okay. stuck it to him. There's an article, and if you Google it, you'll find it. It says, I am, I am trapped or I am stuck in one of Kanye's new domes for the homeless or something like that. Okay. And uh, basically, yeah. the, the idea was that he was going to build these domes for homeless people to live in, and they were going to bus people from homeless people from San Francisco to these units, I guess, that were out in Calabasas, California. Now, I can't say how far away those two places are because I don't really know. But apparently, according to this particular piece, like tech companies that are in San Francisco, they were actually paying to have the homeless get their one-way bus ticket to Kanye's house. Kanye's Kanye's domes. And that was going to be it. And I was just like, just like you, how come no one's talking about him building... Wait, how far along were they? There are pictures of what they looked like from the outside. And he insisted they be in a dome. And when he did Coachella, he, did, he also psychotic. wanted them to build a dome for him. I don't what know. What is his dome shit? Now, my interest in the Kanye question came when I heard about Sunday service. And I heard about it when I think a lot of people heard about it. Uh, and that was around the time of Coachella where he celebrated Easter Sunday by holding a Sunday service just outside of the main event, atop a mountain. So to me, Sunday service sounds like an odd name for this guy because it reminds me of church. And then I found out that it's kind of is, it kind of is church. Yeah, I, I think it is church. It's like a like a, a, a praise music heavy church, isn't it? Now, in my head, I I've explained before, my brain spirals a lot. So my brain went, wait, what? Kanye in church? He does mention Jesus and faith a lot throughout his music, but not to the extent. Not to the extent that he's reached now. Wait, but um, isn't his latest album a gospel album? Yeah, and then, like, Jesus Walks was his first groundbreaking single. But oh, then, yeah. like, he also put out My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which had some fairly explicit sex-related references. Um, and also on that album, he mentions Jesus and Donald Trump. Uh, and then it kicked me over to, oh, yeah, that's right, he loves Trump. And Christians also seem to like Trump. So, is that related in some way? Like, he doesn't need more listeners. Much You alluded to this, Marissa. Anytime he puts something out, people are going to listen to it. Because it's either going to be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Or, oh my god, he finally sucks. And now yeah. we, get to, we get to, you know, grill this guy. So, the whole thing just has me confused. And I promise that I'll get to something that is a little more grounded than everything else I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Kanye West has been hosting weekly Sunday services since early January 2009. The location themselves vary. Uh, group has perf- the group has performed uh, in a dome. I mean, who is the group? The group, it, I guess, is Sunday service. Like it's kind of like a rotating Crazy. cast of people. Okay. Okay. So they performed at a dome in Adidas North American headquarters. That and- sounds so obnoxious. And then they also performed in Hidden Hills, California, where the police were called after numerous noise complaints. The services themselves... Does he not know what permits are? Dude! <laughs> the services themselves feature West as a rapper turned preacher in front of oh a live God, band. Preaches? 
Oh, a live shit. band and choir who are dressed in matching monochrome uniforms alongside special guests and collaborators like Marissa Favorite, Kid Cudi. Ooh! I love Mia Cudi. Sunday, Sunday service is West You said Contem- Sunday! I know. <laughs> and there's so many yay references to the whole entire plethora of Kanye articles. The, art, the album that came out called Jesus is King was... The working title was Yandi, <laughs> like Gandhi, but with Kanye. Oh, ugh, uh, gross. Sunday service is West's attempt at redeeming himself from all of this. To return to religion is to imply a want for forgiveness, and the cultish air of the services promotes that without reproach. Now, Sunday Wait, service... cultish? Why? Nothing is not, list, but I want... I the want... guest list is invite-only and star-studded. There is a pre-service brunch. Attendees include Diplo, Babyface, oh, uh, David Letterman, DMX, Courtney Love, Tyler the Creator, or Orlando Bloom. I don't know why he's even relevant. I and will others. say, I read in an article, though it might have been one. The, the article claims that it was a one-time issue, but I read an article about someone who said the the brunch was very disappointing. Um, they only got one pancake DMX is on the list Um, do do they not need to be Christian not saying DMX isn't Christian but if you have the time to look up DMX at Sunday service I just love hearing his voice speaking about Jesus oh he's a preacher there's footage of him on Twitter uh, yeah, basically speaking about. All day long, people go out of their way to bless and to help me. I have favor with everyone that I deal with today. Doors that were once closed are now open for me. I receive preferential treatment. I have special privileges. I am God's favored child. No good thing will he withhold from me. Because of God's favor, my enemies cannot triumph over me. I have supernatural increase and promotion. I declare restoration of everything the devil has stolen from me. I have honor and the That's fine. Yeah. Although attendees are reportedly required to sign a strict non-disclosure agreement forbidding them to from speaking to the press, footage inevitably surfaces online, usually through West's spouse, Kim Kardashian West. There is a writer who's actually very hip right now, and she writes for The New Yorker that, quote, the entire effort has an extravagantly normcore and vaguely cult-like vibe. Do because, people say normcore anymore? Because everybody's wearing... Listen, this is the this is a part of it that feels a little disturbing. The choir are all wearing tracksuits that are all the same color and that are all from Kanye's fashion line. Yeah, and that to me is enough, honestly. Not gonna lie. <laughs> if, if you're not was, playing um, sports <laughs> If they were wearing praise wear, yeah. I'd be pumped. <laughs> if you don't know what praise wear is, Google it. It's a did, specific Did we ever establish it? I mean, isn't it always the flowy things? Yeah, I, pro- I think so, but I didn't know if it was coined as a term. I know it was one that we use. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Just hearing music as our Sunday service was super inspiring, tweeted Kim Kardashian West, <laughs> mm. adding, see you next Sunday, and a sparkle emoji. Every Sunday service West is put on, 
his wife has promoted a small invite-only musical gathering sometimes held in a room saturated with monochrome lights. I know sometimes, people hate Kim Kardashian, but I find her a tragic figure. <laughs> yes. Mostly due to this Kanye thing. That might come up a little bit later. I can't remember if I kept that quote or not. Okay. Uh, sometimes it also occurs in a verdant field in Calabasas. Again, I believe Sorry, it's a the what field. field? Verdant? A verdant? I should have Googled that. that. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means. Once again, we have another list, um, and only a couple repeat. Attendees have included Katy Perry, Courtney Love, Rick Rubin, Diplo, Busy Phillips. She has two oh, P's in the end I of her name. That. Okay. Uh, and Tyler, the creator. I think at the end of the day, that's what marriage is. He's going and doing things that I don't agree with, and I support him and vice versa. That I don't agree with? Right? I don't don't know that that's what marriage is. On the real. With this, it's like we were having a conversation. Marissa, you're going to love this because you talked about this uh, in your Met Gala episode. Do you want to remind us a little bit of what Kim Kardashian's dress looked like? Oh, she was, uh, oh my God, I love that dress so much. She was in this dress that made her look wet. It was vinyl, but all like nude vinyl. And it was made to look like, like, like it was like, like, like drops shriveled. all over. Yeah. Yeah. And then it had like crystal raindrops coming off of it. And her hair was wet. She looked like she was wet. It was beautiful. In an early version of that particular outfit, she did. There were nipples, right? Nipples. <laughs> I read that. Yeah. And Kanye said, nah <laughs> uh, Um Who did he think he was marrying, though? With this, it was like we were having this conversation of just what is too much. And I'm a mother of four. I'm going to be 40 next year. So she conceded to this particular request. Aww. She said that the majority of Kanye's Christian objections come through when they are discussing raising their kids. The kids are getting older. He's very cautious about what we have in the house. We got rid of the TVs in the kids' rooms and removed makeup from North's room. She said, not that he wasn't an amazing dad, but being a little more strict as a dad and being very forceful on the imagery that is in our household and what they see. So that's kind of what he's stepping into now. Okay. West has a blindingly vivid messiah complex. (laughs) Who says that? According to the New Yorker. Oh. uh, He also has an obsession with iconoclasm that has led him all the way to the idea that slavery was voluntary. A decade ago, he told an interviewer, I don't want to fucking be Christ-like. I want to be me-like. Okay. Which moves into this area where he has called himself a god. He (laughs) has called himself the greatest human being ever. Like, all these different things. Hughes, Jobs, Ford, Disney. Right. This is where it gets juicy. There is a suspicion in some corners that West, who has recently begun making appearances on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, may be borrowing an idea from his wife's family by starting a church. Churches these days can be a glossy business proposition. Hillsong, best known for its celebrity-packed Los Angeles congregation, its pastor Carl Lentz famously baptized Justin Bieber in NBA player Tyson Chandler's bathtub, earned mm. more than $100 million, mostly tax-exempt, tax dollars Holy per year. Holy crap! In 2009, Chris Jenner, West's mother-in-law, co-founded the California Community Church, which operates mostly out of a Sheraton Hotel in Agora Hills. They sound 
weird, Pete. The California Community Church is led by a pastor named Brad Johnson, who resigned from his previous pulpit after revelations that he'd had an extramarital affair. Jenna, wow. Jenner tracked down Johnson at his subsequent job as a Starbucks barista, persuaded him to lead her new church, and got him to officiate Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom's wedding on TV. When Johnson, the preacher, uh, later married the woman who he was having an affair with, Jenner officiated. Okay. The California Community Church, which has already got into some tax trouble, uh, asks congregants to pledge either $1,000 a month or, as is typical of many Christian churches, 10% of their income. In 2013, she sent her mother's church almost $50,000. Wow. I want to let you know, these are famous new words from Kanye West. Okay. I want to let you know that I am not here for your entertainment this afternoon. We are here to spread the gospel. Excuse me if I mispronounce anything. I'm a recent convert. It means I recently got saved within this year. Okay. That was Kanye West at uh, one of the Sunday services, I believe, uh, that was related to one of the events related to unveiling his new album, Jesus is King. Okay. If somebody cusses in his presence, I've heard him say a couple times, hey, man, you can't cuss with your, when you're with me. I'm born again Christian. That's this, okay. This is according to Kanye's pastor, Adam Tyson, when he appeared on the Pure Flicks podcast, which I've never heard of. Okay. Who's going to say that if they're not meaning that they want Christ to be exalted in all they do? He told me, from now on, all I want to do is serve Christ. I want every song that I sang to have part of my testimony to include the gospel and to include an element of worship to our great god that's what i want to do and that's great yeah that is great i'm kind of bummed that i can't re-find this one article that i read when we first talked about this but basically this guy was saying this guy was saying kanye west is now exploring gospel music and christianity and that's great for him as Christians, we shouldn't put all of our eggs in the Kanye basket and hope that he can convert as many people as possible. Yeah. Kanye West is on his own spiritual trajectory, and he will find his way the way each of us has to. So we should all be happy that Kanye is doing what he's doing, but also we can't, you know, again, invest all of our hope into him being a new messiah because he's not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now... There are, re according to America Magazine, which, what a shit name, there are reasons to be wary of West's reinvention as a born-again Christian. We know that West has defended his support for Donald J. Trump as recently as October, echoing, I'm, I don't mean to bring it up, it keeps coming up, echoing his previous statement that slavery was a choice. He has said that God rewarded him last year with a $68 million tax refund. And in October wow. of 2019, in an interview with Zane Lowe of Apple Music, West declared himself liberal, but also said his red MAGA cap was God's practical joke on all liberals. That's so weird. The observation in this particular publication is that none of these things seem to evoke Christian love. <laughs> Mm. They went so far as to say West has no moral authority or I or any real true through line of an ideology 
beyond an unwavering belief in himself, quote, the greatest art, human artist of all time, as he says. Um, it's up for it's up to listeners to decide if West's political foolery and hypocrisy put them off the album. When I listened, I found, according to this person, when I listened, I found a few good songs. My favorites are Hands On and Use This Gospel. But many are short and aimless and never cohere, which is what I heard when I, Pete Phillips, when I listened to the album. <laughs> and some moments on the record remind you that this is the same person selling luxury Archangel t-shirts for $60 and Jesus is King Dove Crewnecks for $170 yes, on his website. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. God, if you are listening to this show and you've ever paid $170 for a shirt, stop listening to this show. <laughs> oh, not me. As Christians, we can't judge anyone. Only God can judge. Says... An artist in Los Angeles. I think it's like, you know how when you do an interview, <laughs> good, you just... Good quote. Right, you just, you just interview some people that you know. I don't know who this person is, so I don't want to use their name. Okay. You shouldn't judge someone based on their past. You cannot say that someone is always going to be this way. Now, Kanye West has said, like, a lot of racy, like, does the N-word count as a cuss? Like... There's oh, so much would... in his back catalog that is just way off the mark of what he is jumping into now. And there's a part of me that really struggles because, like, if you've ever had this happen in a personal situation, right? Like, let's say somebody's a big, huge a-hole to you. Mm -hmm. And then they come to you and they're like, hey, I'm sorry. And if that's not good enough for you, that's on you. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> like, yes... There is an aspect of forgiveness that maybe you're having a difficult time getting to. But like it's kind of like that forgive and forget. I will forgive, but I'm not I'm going to have a hard time forgetting, you know? Yeah, yeah. That next time you come to me acting like a dick, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, they're going to be sorry about this later." You know what I so I think a lot of it remains to be seen. And he's going on tour and it says that Kim has hired a group of 11 therapists to go on tour with him. Oh god, um, 11. Why 11, would 11, right? Why would you need Go that? for 12. It's a more biblical number or 7. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Also worth noting, Google searches for Jesus and what do Christians believe jumped last week around the same time as Jesus is King was trending on the internet. <laughs> Seizing on that opportunity is the American Bible Society, which is offering to send free copies of the Bible to any American curious about scripture, Christianity, and the faith that West's lyrics describe. I mean, there may be a touch of that that I see as a good thing, but I feel like a lot of that's a bad thing because it's just another person, like, did, like misconstruing what Christianity stands for. Muddying the waters a little bit, yeah. Yeah, giving people the wrong impression. Ay ay ay. And there's just, I don't know, there's a part... One of the big songs that people immediately started making fun of is Closed on Sunday, because it says, oh. Closed on Sunday, Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. Okay. <laughs> hold the selfies, put the gram away, get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers, don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay. No, thanks. Is this a love song to Kim? You're my number one with the lemonade. 
raise our sons, train them in the faith. Food what does that mean? With the pee pee? What's with the lemonade <laughs> me? What? I don't know what with the lemonade me. It says. <laughs> Continuing with the Chick-fil-A theme, a, quote, number one is a meal combo that comes with a classic chicken sandwich, waffle fries, and a drink. Their signature drink, lemonade, is a very popular choice. I just want Kanye to make good music that people don't make fun of anymore. The politicism, though, of Chick-fil-A, right? Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. Yeah. Goes along with this sort of Christian thing, yeah. I don't like any of this. There's so many questions swirling around in my head where it's like... Because, Marissa... I felt like I was in some sort of Mandela situation. Mandela effect situation. <laughs> okay, thank you. Marissa, I felt like I was in a prison in South Africa. <laughs> Do you remember Diddy's gospel no, foray? Not at all. Diddy, almost the same exact thing. Is that what except, we call it now? I'm sorry. Is that what we're supposed to call it? I don't know. Sean Puff Daddy Diddy Combs, okay. about a decade ago, also went into the gospel realm wow, i don't remember that at all another thing was when i was growing up in philadelphia there was a station called y100 100.3 fm it was like the cool alternative station where you would hear like blink 182 and like the offspring and shit like that yeah. and as a young kid growing up that was the coolest station ever well one day they fucking completely rebranded and they became a gospel station and everybody oh was like, wow what the hell just happened and the explanation from the media company was that gospel is growing in popularity and they needed to have a gospel station. Wow. So some people are That's saying, like, is Kanye getting into gospel to just, like, cash in on that genre? But that seems stupid because he's cashing in on every other drum, uh, genre. He doesn't yeah, like, he need... has plenty. Does he really need yeah. that? No. But it seems like if he's so happy with a $68 million tax return, it seems like he's not happy with having enough in some ways yeah so some people have said know. if kanye is going towards gospel and kanye is popular then that will make gospel more popular okay and then more people so with the google search factoid that comes through there uh yeah some people are like it's great it's great you know if kanye's talking about jesus and kids are going home going huh who's this jesus character and they're googling <laughs> it up on their computers does anyone then that's not great? Does anyone not know who Jesus is? And where would you start on Google anyway? I don't yeah. I don't know. Ultimately I'm left with this question. Is Kanye starting a cult based around Christianity? I could only hope except I wish it wasn't around Christianity. Also I hope nobody dies. Yeah. I love a good cult, don't want anyone to die, also don't want Christianity to become a joke. Cause that was part of what I stumbled on. I was like have there been cults where the person who's running the cult isn't the thing that you're supposed to worship, right? Because Jesus is saying, worship Christ, not worship him. Except he's kind of saying, I'm providing you with Christ. Like, I am the vessel by which you are getting Christ at Sunday service. Were you supposed to worship the leader in that cult with the aliens and the and the Reeboks? You were supposed the- to listen to them. Yeah, Heaven's but you Gate. Marissa's talking yeah, about yeah, Heaven's yeah. Gate. Forgot about who that was. You were uh, supposed to listen to the cult leader because the cult leader was going to lead you to when the aliens come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a great example because, again, that's the person operating as a vessel, Bo and Peep, 
Incidentally, everyone, I like cults. <laughs> I don't know about the Branch Davidians. Because I thought there was like a, I don't know, a god element to that. I thought it was, I actually, oh god, this really sucks because I've, I've researched it and listened to a whole podcast. I thought we there was did a whole actually podcast. a Christianity element to Heaven's Gate, if I'm correct. Right, yeah. Yeah, and like a spaceship was going to take them up to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was something like that. I just think that's even, that's where it's more dangerous. Like yes. when you, when you tie it in with something that's already established, but it's just like, oh yeah, no, no, no. All these places, all these religions have it right. They just, they just Thank don't know you, the right. Marissa, what? You're leading me into, there was rumors very recently that Kanye was going to be invited to worship with Joel Osteen. Who's that? Okay, Marissa, we're cracking open a big old book of shit here. I'm not going to lie. I think this is the second time someone saw Joel Osteen's me. Joel Um, Osteen. Is he a televangelist? A TV preacher. Okay. Who preaches to stadiums of people. Oh, okay. Yeah, someone mentioned to me this last month. So when it comes to this idea of like mega churches and things like that, you are taking the message of Jesus, right? And you're parlaying it into money. True story. I used to be in a non-denominational Protestant Christian church that preached that you can basically pray for money to just come out of the air and come to you if you needed it. Um, We left that church because someone said you could beat the sin out of your child. But (laughs) meaning I'm very sensitive to these things because I feel like I was the closest one could come to a cult without being in a cult. Reading through these articles, a lot of people are like, I get where Kanye is coming from because I, too, was raised in a situation where Christianity was sort of pushed on to me. I didn't have a choice. Now, Wait, why do they see where Kanye is coming from? I don't understand that. Because that's a little bit of what Kanye said many years ago. He said, I grew up and I was Christian, but it wasn't like I had a decision. Like, I didn't get to make a decision. At this point... 2019 i think he's going i have a decision and now i want to be a follower of christ but man i feel like there's a lot of stuff you got to make up for in the past i know and like as christians is kanye west the guy that you want up there <laughs> representing I, I, I almost have a sympathy for him because yeah. one he has a mental illness but two when you first let's say you know you become as they say born again that comes with a lot of like excitement and feeling like there's so much more to the world than you thought but i feel like when you combine that with mental illness that can go to a crazy place and he he might i honestly feel like he might have the best intentions and he's yeah. probably in a manic episode feeling like i can do everything i can be that next messiah i can bring people to christianity but because again he has a mental illness that is un, untreated it could go to a dangerous place i agree so i'm quite fascinated to see where this goes but i hope nobody gets hurt um I love things like this, but from a, from a place, again, I don't want anyone to die. I'm going to stop talking about it, but again, he has mentioned faith and God and Jesus throughout his entire catalog, but just sort of like touching on it here and there. Yeah, yeah. And it's true that um, his mother did raise him, you know, and and she was very Christian and everything like that. So it comes from, I think, yeah, like a good place. But a lot of people are like, but then he lost his shit in 2018, and now he's coming around and sort of saying, okay, I'm ready to sort of be serious about this. When do you think Sunday service is going to be? 
it started? When did it start? January 2019. I don't expect you to know this, but that song with Lil Pump, where it's like, you're such a fucking hoe, I love it. Your boyfriend is a dork McLovin, and they're wearing those big box suits. You know that song? You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. 2018. Um, okay, because I was like, did he fucking do that after he claimed like he was like a Christian that doesn't curse? Okay, thank you. Yeah. By the way, I like that song. Apparently like he did. Uh, Marissa, I suggest that you personally check out this uh, collaboration he did with Kid Cudi. Ooh. They put out an album last year. I didn't know that. As I was browsing through his Spotify. I'm a big fan of Graduation and -hmm. a big fan of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, And in both He is not a big fan of Kid Cudi. I I don't hate Kid Cudi. But you don't like him much. I don't like listening to him often. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Plugs. Oh, related to the sort of like questionable aspects of Kanye and his suggestive playful lyrics at times. I want to plug Kanye's Christmas song called Christmas in Harlem. Ooh. It's one of my favorites and he's got so many just like stupid references in it and I love it. Christmas in Harlem. I like that. Check it out. With my presence, he said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see. Well, I like the way you think, mommy. Now pour some more eggnog in your drink, mommy. You been a bad girl. You sent her three kisses. Gave her the hot chocolate. She said it's delicious. <laughs> Christmas in Harlem. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I feel like there's like an eight-minute version of Christmas in Harlem that exists with like ten different people <laughs> guesting on it. But uh, I love it. Okay. It's a good plug. Um, I was about to plug some in Christmas, but I feel like we have plenty of time for that. I will plug Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving special. Don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's like turkey time, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Turkey time, Charlie Brown. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's called that. Uh, I would like to plug that because I feel like everyone watches The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and everyone watches the Christmas one. I do not feel like enough people watch the Thanksgiving one. It's very charming. Um, it doesn't end with existential dread like um, the Christmas one, I think, does. What are the men? What? Wait, 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 what? <laughs> he has to sit all by himself. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Um, but uh, it is very cute. Uh, and I It is. That's... And if I may interject and sub plug, <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep your eyes peeled at sandwichporches.com because this year's sandwich comes directly from Marissa's plug. Ooh, exciting. Okay. Ooh, I don't remember what they ate. I will say, Pete, I still have my sandwich portraits calendar up at my workplace, and everyone is so interested in every sandwich that comes. Uh, I've never, it's never had as much play as when I brought it to work. I don't know. Should I make another one? Yeah, you should, if only for me and my work. Uh, Also, fun fact. I had a lot of fun stuff on my work cubicle, and uh, I don't know if I've told the show, but I've told Pete, I notoriously never put anything in my work cubicle so that if I'm ever <laughs> fired, I, yeah, I don't embarrassingly have to pull down all my silly photos and stuff. The most I ever brought it is I have a, a magnet of Pete's mother. I have a photo of my boyfriend. I have two Archie figures that someone bought for my cubicle, so I felt like I had to. And someone gave me pictures of BTS, the Korean boy band. And I didn't display them. I just kept them on my desk. And probably one of the darkest days of 2019 was when my coworker came to me and said, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but then he moved one of the pictures on my desk and said, 
that's rat poop. Uh, I think he meant mouse poop. I don't think it was rat poop. However, uh, yeah, there was mouse poop on my desk. Multiple places. <laughs> and I stared at him, and I didn't move for like five minutes. Not even joking. I just sat there like, do I cry? Yeah. I'm not going to do anything. What am I supposed to do about this? Yeah, he then took pity on me, helped me clean my desk. Eventually, I I asked our intern to kick everything to make sure no rat would come out of it. Then I cleaned my desk. Now I'm a minimalist at work. Marissa, what floor are you on at work? The fucking third floor. I mean, that seems high enough to me. It does seem high enough. Uh, my exterminator in my last house that had mice in it told me... That was also on the third floor? Yes. He told me, if you have mice on the third floor, your place is fucking infested because they do not want to make the effort to go as high up. There must be mice fucking everywhere. Uh, I now live on the the 14th floor. floor. Yes. Uh, I now live in the 14th floor. This is my, God, is this the second? This is my, I just signed my lease for my third year. Uh, I've never seen a roach. I've never seen a mouse. Knock on wood. All I've ever seen is a centipede or some shit. I've, I've seen a roach in the basement, but uh, I now... Where they belong. Yeah, exactly. I pay way too much rent. I pay now $1,300 for a fucking studio. And people are like, why don't you move to other places in the city? Because I need to live in a double-digit floor. <laughs> I need to live in a skyscraper. I'm not saying that to even as a joke. I'm not meaning to be bougie. I will pay whatever it takes to live in a double-digit floor. Because... I do not want shit in my house. That is that. That I'm sorry, we di- digressed. Guys, thank you for So wait, listening. what were you plugging? I was plugging Charlie Brown. Uh, yes, just, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for listening. I recently found out there are way more listeners than I realized. Uh, I yes. recently had a Lyft driver of mine subscribe to our podcast. Um, though I think he might have thought we talk a lot about sex, because when people say, what do I talk about? I could only think about, like, furries and, like, <laughs> vorophilia. Hey, um, we can jump back into that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was, I, but though the first thing that enters my mind is when I tell people tips on how to shit better, but I don't think that's a good thing to lead in with. So you go to vor. <laughs> yep, yes, I do. <laughs> By the way, guys, I used a makeshift squatty potty, meaning it wasn't an official one. Someone had a step stool and I used it when I pooped. It was beautiful. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> You can slide into my DMs at Riss Vandal. I'm drinking, by the way. I have moved from wine to sake. Uh, you can see our website, y'allheard.me. Uh, or you could call us at 570-PODWAD1. Tell us your favorite holiday moment. Tell us something you'd like us to cover. Or tell us about your mouse experiences. Or if you live in Philadelphia, tell me a good skyscraper to live in. There you go. We had a uh, missed call from a credit card spammer. Of course, we did. Phone phone number works. <laughs> I mean, at least we know that. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for listening, guys, and I hope you have a nice week. Bye. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.